0: It's easy-to-wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR, no one's drinking a kakadu smoothie. Welcome to the Day in History class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am Tracy V. Wilson and it's August 14th. The Mainz Salter was first published on this day in 1457. You've probably heard of the Gutenberg Bible, which was the first book to be printed with movable type in the West. The Mainz Psalter was the second such book, and it's named for the city where it was printed, which was also home to Johannes Gutenberg and the Gutenberg Bible. But you really should not think of the Mainz Psalter as just some kind of runner-up, the second best to the Gutenberg Bible. It had a lot of its own firsts in the world of printing, It was the first printed book in Europe to have the date of the publication printed inside the book. It was the first book to have a colophon. This is a brief statement that's printed at the end of the book that includes information like where it was printed and who printed it. The Mainz-Salter's colophon was also the first one to contain a printer's mark, and that's like a logo that served as the publisher's trademark. Here is what the Mainz-Salter's colophon says in English. This volume of the Psalms, adorned with a magnificence of capital letters and clearly divided by rubrics, has been fashioned by a mechanical process of printing and producing characters without the use of a pen, and it was laboriously completed for God's holiness by Joachim Fust, a citizen of Mainz, and Peter Schuffer of Gernsheim on Assumption Eve in the year of our Lord, 1457. The Mainz Psalter was also the first printed book to have large decorative initials that were referred to in the colophon. These were at the starts of paragraphs and sentences, and that brings us to another first, which was that it had two different sizes of type. And lastly, the Mainz Psalter was the first book in the West to be printed with three colors of ink. Those last two firsts feel a little quaint today to need to call out as firsts, considering that there is a printer sitting next to me right now that will print type in whatever size and color that I want. This book, as the colophon spelled out, was the work of Peter Schuffer. That was a scribe who had some experience in printing. Also a Mainz merchant named Joachim Fust, which is sometimes anglicized as Johann. He had previously worked with Gutenberg, although that work with Gutenberg led to a dispute and a lawsuit over money, which was ultimately settled in Fust's favor. Sometimes his name is also written as Faust because his grandson spelled it that way in the dedication of a book in 1506. The whole family ended up adopting that spelling and going with Faust from that point. There's also a whole story about his work in printing bringing on accusations of witchcraft but that's pretty poorly substantiated. If there were accusations of witchcraft, it was probably more of an attempt by booksellers to try to destroy his reputation. They were worried about the threat of movable type and the threat of being able to print things more quickly so it would have been in their interests to make it seem like maybe there was something nefarious going on. It probably was not anyone actually believing That movable type was magic somehow. So this whole book, the Mainz Psalter, it's a book of Psalms in Latin. They have large red and blue initial letters, decorations all around the letters. It's really beautiful. And because it's a printed book, there are a lot of copies of it. It was done in two different versions, a short one that was for general use and a longer one that was for use of the Archdiocese of Mainz At least 10 complete copies of this book survive today, along with lots of other partial copies and fragments. Thanks to Eves Jeffcoat for her research work on this episode of the podcast and to Tari Harrison for her audio skills on all of these episodes. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a 20th century borderline whose effects are still felt today.